The Razorbacks defeat the LSU Tigers for the third time this year, and they are advancing into the SEC tournament semifinals at this point. We are streaming live here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Folks, this is a little bit of a different podcast that we are doing. Uh, For those of you who are watching live, streaming live actually for this podcast, uh, something I don't think I've really done, but considering... The timing and everything for this game, I felt like it was appropriate. So this is going to be live, and so we'll probably have some missteps. We'll probably have some screw-ups and maybe some bloopers and all that stuff, but that's okay. That's fine. That's what makes it fun. It makes it interesting, at least for me. So either way, it's also like just pouring snow here in Little Rock. So um, that makes it fun and, and interesting as well. But either way, let's go ahead and dive into it. Arkansas defeats... LSU by a final score of 79 to 67 in the quarterfinal games and Arkansas finishes three and0 against LSU this season uh first off I, I gotta say that going into this game I was a little bit nervous just because LSU and the way that they brought it against Arkansas when Bud Walton arena I thought that it was going to be one of those difficult games difficult matchups. I thought that it would be uh, one of those games that, uh, you know, it just because it's so hard to beat a team twice in one season, much less three times in one season, that Arkansas would struggle against LSU, especially because LSU has a lot more to play for right now. Uh, the uncertainty of Adis Tony going into this game also made me a little bit suspect. Uh, I thought that perhaps, um, you know, given his circumstance, that maybe he would sit out for the game, but. When he got the go-ahead before the game started to play, I immediately started feeling a little bit better about it because suddenly, like, my confidence started getting built up where you're playing this LSU team that played a lot of guys, a lot of minutes in yesterday's game against Missouri, and you have Tony, who's obviously healthy enough, 100%, to be in this game. I don't think uh, Eric Musselman would put him in that game at all uh, if he wasn't healthy or anything like that. So, you know, all things considered, it it seemed like it was the right move. And the way that Arkansas started in the game was extremely impressive. Uh, For the first four minutes, really, I was like, okay, this is exactly what you want to see. Guys are hitting shots. They're coming in. They're they're making plays and and getting it done and all that. And But then it, like, went through this lull, um, a very long lull. In fact, it was like eight minutes with Arkansas without going a field goal. Disgusting. Like, I, I was started to think that, you know, maybe they kind of hit a little bit of a draw to where they're not going to be able to finish out strong in the first half. But luckily for them, LSU was just as terrible, if not worse, at shooting. So it kind of was back and forth a little bit. The game kind of went back and forth a little bit. And towards the end of the half, LSU actually had, I believe, a three-point lead. And for whatever reason, Arkansas got, got fouled. And they were going to go to the free throw line. Well, Will Wade, this is like with like less than a minute to go, it felt like. But like Will Wade just loses his mind. He starts going crazy 
and gets a technical. Like earlier in that game, I saw that he was losing his mind. And I was like, okay, this guy's the biggest baby to ever exist. Like some, somebody get the squirt bottle out and spray him down. Be like, calm down, buddy. Like there's no reason to lose your mind like you do. And he got a technical. He got teed up. And, you know, usually when coaches get technicals or plan on doing technicals or whatever it may be, it's usually one of those things that, you know, it gives them uh, like their team motivation. It gives them motivation to go out there and play a lot better. Did not happen when Will Wade got his technical foul. It actually did quite the opposite effect where Arkansas ended up going on uh, what was a 19-0 run towards, of course, not only the end of the first half, but leading into the second half. And Arkansas never looked back after that point. Uh, just complete and total domination by the Razorbacks. I think the closest that LSU got was 10 points in the second half, or at least after that point. Uh, maybe nine points, but uh, for overall, it was just Arkansas's game in the second half, and they will not were not going to be denied. Arkansas scored 29 points in the first half, 50 points in the second half. And uh, I know we'll get to some individual performances and all that here in a bit, too. But uh, just I I can't tell you how excited I am for Razorbacks because, you know, they, they this is the time to really be playing your best basketball. And Arkansas went through a stretch where they did not play well, like they did not play good basketball at all. But they are still finding ways to overcome certain obstacles. And I think in this game in particular, kind of what it was to Tennessee, you had to overcome the obstacle of Tony and not really knowing how healthy he was going to be. Now, obviously, Tony played great, a phenomenal game at him, 22 points. Like for a guy on a bad ankle for 22 points and 10 rebounds, uh, okay, we will take that. But like for him to come and do and play the way he did, I think that that gave that motivation to where any sort of doubt that the Arkansas Razorback basketball team had or any sort of concern they may have had with, uh, Tony not being 100%, it, it got thrown by the wayside quickly when they started seeing Tony in the way that he was playing in these game, in this game. I think that because of that, it kind of inspired the team where Jalen Williams did not have you know his best game. Still got 11 rebounds, but he only had six points. Uh, like, you know, Note went out and got his. He was 4 of 14 from the field, but still got 19 points out of him. Uh, and we'll actually talk about uh, another player who Chris likes here in just a bit and dive into him and uh, what, what he did. But just... The fact that this team was able to to overcome those things and to go out there and play exactly like you you would want a team to play against LSU, and the fact that you just played LSU what a week and a half ago in Fayetteville, and that game was about as close as you could ever see or ever ask for, and the response after that game when you're going on a neutral court, which I know that LSU played yesterday, so people are going to bring up the fatigue factor and everything like that. But the fact that you came out and played the way you did and set the tone the way you did and never really looked back, especially when you went you went eight minutes without a field goal in the first half and you had a lead. You were shooting like 20% at the end of the first half, 20% from the field, and you had a three-point lead. That's when I knew there was no way that Arkansas was going to be denied in this game. They continue to find ways to win. It may not be pretty. It may not be sexy. It may not be something that makes you just get pumped up and excited about all the time, but it's a winning formula. As long as they keep winning this game, that's what matters the most. And we'll talk more about particular players and the performance that they had here in just one second. But first, I got to tell you about Built Bar, folks. We know that it's that time of year where maybe some of us are giving up on our um, <clears throat> New Year's resolutions of trying to lose some weight. 
hey, it happens. It's fine. But that doesn't mean you can't get back on the wagon. That doesn't mean you can't start making it happen again. And Built Bar is one of the best things to make that happen for you. Because not only do they have so many delicious flavors to choose from, not only are they a type of protein bar that tastes amazing because it's covered in 100% chocolate, but because you watch or listen to this podcast, we have a great deal for you. If you go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. It's as simple as that. Just go to Built.com, enter in promo code LOCKED15, for 15% off, no matter how many you order, at built.com. Be sure to check it out. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so to talk about some individual players in uh, this game in particular, uh, I really want to give a shout-out to two guys. One of them we already talked about, but the other one we're going to really dive into more depth about. First off, let's start with Adis Tony. Tony has been one of my favorite players this year. Um, I know that J.D. Note has gotten all the very well-deserved praise and credit. Jalen Williams, the same thing. Both players, first-team All-SEC, 100% deserving. Stanley Amude has been so much fun to watch sometimes. Like he, He's just got the best all-around game when it comes to uh, how he plays than anyone else on the court. Like There are players on this team that give a lot of credit that, and are very much deserving of it. But Adis Tony to me, has been the complete and total X factor for this team. And he is the reason why they are in position to be a possible three seed in the SEC, possibly even win the SEC tournament this year, the difference between that or being an eight or nine seed in this year's tournament. Adis Tony has been that X factor. And so I just believe that from what he's been able to do uh, game in and game out defensively, where he doesn't put up a lot of points, of course he did in this one, but he doesn't really fill up the box score. He doesn't put things together. He doesn't put all the, you know, he doesn't make the player of the week or player of the day or you know MVP of the games a lot. Like he's just not that type of player. But the things that he does is that it, he is able to completely and totally take this team to a championship level based on his defense and his defense alone. Now he scored 22 points in this game. 22 points. Not a single play was ran for him. Six of 11 from the field, two of three from three-point land, eight of 10 from the free throw line. He had 10 rebounds. He had two assists, only one turnover in this game, mind you. And I was trying to see if there's any other stats that he had. He also had, uh, okay, so it was seven defensive rebounds and three offensive rebounds for him in this game too. Like, that's incredible. On a bad ankle, this dude has a bad ankle. He did not play against Tennessee this past weekend. He also was in a walking boot, did not practice all week, was in a walking boot and being seen yesterday in the Tampa area. And he goes on and goes 22 and 10 with a bad ankle. And that's not even his game. It's his defense that brings it. But if you can tell me that you can count on Adis Tony to be able to step up in these ways, that's, that's going to be a difference maker. So we know how great he was in this game and how pivotal he is too. But I also want to give another shout out to a very important and particular player that deserves a lot of the credit. And because and, I'll be honest, I'm one of those people that criticize him a lot. I know a lot of you listening and watching to this podcast, you probably have had similar criticisms towards him. 
I believe that too. But Chris Likes in this game deserves a huge attaboy. Like the guy was incredible where he shows so many flashes of being great. Like I feel like he, I don't want to call him a disappointment, but he definitely never really has let, lived up to how good I believe he could or should be. Like he had 18 points in this game. He had a rebound. He had two assists. Uh, he had some big shots and, of course, some big free throws as well. Had some uh, crucial plays, like three steals in this game, too, and only one turnover. Now, he did commit four personal fouls, which you never will see. I think Adis Tony committed uh, four personal fouls as well, uh, as well as Stanley Mude. But still, Chris Likes only played 18 minutes in this game. You know, Tony played, uh, he played, let's see how many, or, no, he didn't play at 18, that's his point total. I gotta look at his minutes real quick. Uh, he played, okay, so Chris Likes played 29 minutes in this game. Tony played 38 minutes in this game. Note played 32 minutes in this game. So Likes did play a few more minutes than what he's normally used to, but as we hear from Eric Musselman when it comes to these games and how he handles coaching, is that Minutes aren't given, they're earned. And if you're in the game and you're doing a lot of great things, you get the minutes. And sometimes I feel like it, it kind of gets overlooked a little bit, and that's the philosophy that Eric Musselman runs with. Because sometimes, I, again, I'm guilty of this as much as anybody, so I'm not trying to say anybody else is doing this, but there are times where I look at Chris Likes and I'm like, get him out of the game. He, he is He's causing problems. And sometimes I'm right. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes we are justified in having – uh, those opinions, but like today, he made a bad play. Uh, he made a bad. He took a bad shot, a bad three, too. I even tweeted. I was like, Chris, like, stop it, stop doing that. And I was expecting for him to possibly get taken out because we know that that's what Eric Musselman does. If you ain't doing a good job, if you're having some problems there, you're out of here. You're gone. We're not doing this. I thought that that was going to be the case, but much to my surprise and my pleasant surprise, he didn't. He left him in because. Of course, he knows a lot more than me, and he's a better coach than me. And I am glad that he is because he left him in. He performed really well. He made some really good plays, and he closed out the game in a fashion that you would want to see from him. If you can count on Chris Likes to be able to give you that a little bit more, a little bit more often, especially, then... This what's to keep this team from playing for a fine in, in the final four? Like, what's to keep this team from possibly playing for a national championship? Like, who is going to keep them from doing that? If now listen, we'll talk about the next matchup here in a second, but I just feel like with Arkansas and getting the guys on board and on the same page at the exact right time, making sure you got to keep Tony healthy. And making sure you limit your own mistakes, don't turn the ball over too much or anything like that. Like bad shooting stretches are going to happen because this team's not a great shooting team. It hasn't been, it never will be. So let's just drop it. Let's try to pretend, let's stop trying to pretend that this team can do that. They can't. It's over, it's done with. They got to move on. But if this team can play defense the way that they have been, limit their mistakes and be able to count on some other guys besides JD Note and Jalen Williams to bring it like they did in this game. There's no reason why this team can't contend for a national championship. I'm not just saying that. I truly believe it. And who's to say that they can't win the SEC tournament title for the first time since 2000? We'll talk about that and the matchup and the craziness that went along with it. Uh, but it is that time of year again, folks, as the college basketball tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is the number one source 
For all your sports betting needs and info, Bet Online remains the best spot for all of your sports scores and podcasts and news this season. And it's not just basketball. Bet Online has been your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions over at betonline.net, where the game starts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so uh, final segment here in the Locked On uh, Razorbacks podcast, the live edition, which I appreciate everybody watching live and uh, being able to have some fun with it too. Um, Arkansas is moving on into the SEC tournament. Now, I would have ventured and guessed that Arkansas would probably be playing Auburn in the semifinals if Arkansas were to beat LSU. That was going to be my presumption. And especially when this past week, Zepp Jasper, the guard for Auburn, talked about how much that Auburn wanted to play Arkansas again because of the disrespect that Arkansas showed him. So disrespectful. I would have thought that, man, that would be a very heated matchup. And if Arkansas has to play Auburn again, man, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough because Auburn's a really good team. I mean, I, I didn't really know what to expect, but I, I felt very strongly that Arkansas and Auburn would more than likely meet in the semifinals. Yeah, they're not. Instead, Arkansas has advanced to the semifinals, and they will be facing the Texas A&M Aggies, just like we all thought. You know, the 8C Texas A&M Aggies. You know them. You know the team that Arkansas played twice this year, and beat them once at home and really kind of should have beat them on the road. But that Texas A&M team that as of right now, according to Joe Lenardi, is not even in the NCAA tournament. You know, that team that was kind of dead in the water and is not very good and doesn't have a lot of offense and all that. Yeah, that, that team beat Auburn 67-62. to 62. You just hate to see it, don't you, folks? You just hate to see that Auburn, for some reason, I mean, they're, they're, they are a blue blood, right? That's what we were told. And, and, and I mean, they, they are one of the best teams in the country. That's what we're told. And, we, and, and, and Jeff Jasper was so concerned about this game. He's like, I can't wait to face him again. Okay. Maybe, old Jasper, you should have been focused a little bit more on Texas A&M and a little less on Arkansas. And I loved, if you watch that clip, First off, he gave, he's like talking about a lot. He's like, I don't really care much about Florida because he thought Florida was going to beat AM. Oh, I hope we get Arkansas again. Well, you get none of them. You get none of them. You don't get to face any of those teams that beat you because you lost in the quarterfinals. You are one and you, Auburn, are one and four away from the jungle in your past five games. One and four. You are a mentally soft team right now. I'm not, is anybody buying stock in Auburn to go to the Final Four or play for the national championship? I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm selling that stock. I, I mean, I am, I am putting all my money on somebody else, maybe even Arkansas, but I ain't putting it on Auburn. So I just love the fact that Arkansas doesn't get to play Auburn again because Auburn lost 
And it just was so great. And to AM of all people, like I found myself rooting for AM and I just wanted to, you know, punch myself in the face repeatedly and hold my nose while I was doing it. But they still won. They give them all the credit in the world. That was incredible. I mean, that was an incredible run by them. And so I just, you know, give a lot of kudos to uh, Texas AM and the way they play. So that's the next game tomorrow uh, Arkansas and Texas AM. Uh, I, I would like to think that Arkansas will win. Uh, I'd like to think that they would be favored. I'd like to think that, you know, Arkansas coming off of a nice win against LSU and AM's already played. This will be that their third game to play uh, in a row. I'm hoping that Arkansas will be able to take care of business. And if they do, they will go to the SEC championship game and more than likely face Kentucky, in my opinion. That's probably who they're going to end up facing if they get there. And just as the as God intended. For Arkansas and Kentucky to be in the SEC tournament and SEC championship game. Now, who wins there? Don't know, because Kentucky's really good. But Arkansas, if you're a Razorback fan, this is all you could have asked for, to play Texas A&M and not Auburn. Not to say that you'd be afraid of Auburn, but you want to get the most favorable matchup. And A&M is a more favorable matchup to you than Auburn. I like their chances, and especially the fact that, uh, you know, A&M's already played two games and they got a third one coming up. And Arkansas was able to be fairly fresh for this one. Uh, I love your chances. And this is, again, this is exactly what you would have wanted if you're a Razorback fan to try to do it. So uh, I'm trying to decide. I may do another live stream tomorrow because a lot of people started watching. I'm seeing the numbers. Incredible. Thank you so much for watching this. This is awesome. Um, and so I may continue to do like a live deal tomorrow after the game, just kind of depending on how everything's set up just for fun. I know it's not a weekday, but... I think there would be enough to, to go on to be able to make it pretty exciting and get people hyped up and watching it. But, uh, yeah, it's just great. Razorback fans, go out and celebrate and have a good old time. Tomorrow, Texas A&M, the Aggies, let's hope that you can, in your third trip for the rubber match in this case, be able to take two out of three and get you ready for the SEC championship game and uh, see if you can continue to improve on those seedings too because that's going to be really important as well. Well, appreciate everybody listening in and watching into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. Also, subscribe on the YouTube channel. If you have not done that yet, please do that. Leave a like, uh, share it, whatever you want to do. Make it all happen. We're going to have some fun with it, especially during this postseason. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can follow me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel, possibly tomorrow afternoon. Have a great Friday. Stay warm out there, folks, and we will see you.